Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 193, John and Wendy Talk to Kyle Holiday. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing, John? Wendy, we just keep creeping closer and closer. I keep waiting for you to say some kind of exclamation <laughs> when you hear these numbers. I'm just going to stop listening. I'm just going to tune out until I hear my name and then, you know. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It is hard to believe it is November now. Holy moly. So, yeah, the, Holy the year moly. is almost gone. However, we are very excited to welcome back our new pals at our old friend, Namely. Yay! Uh, sponsoring the month of November. We want to welcome them back. Yes, welcome Really back, enjoyed Namely. working with them a few months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they liked working with us too, Wendy. So yeah, they're back, and, and we are glad to have them on board. It's it's exciting to have so many repeat sponsors this year. You know, we've we've had uh, uh, Human Resource sponsored twice, and now we've got Namely coming in twice. So, um, you know, to our – and um, Talent Magnet, did they do two times this year too? They're always around. So, They're always and, around. We're always doing always something around. with Mike. So, um, but I love um, I, I love that we are able to work with companies that we like and are part of our community. It just makes it all that much better in my mind. We've talked several times about the fact that Namely has regrouped and back out with with great product, and we hope you'll check them out. So again, uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring uh, the entire month yet again. We're, again, very glad to have them on board. I mentioned, you know, we're at 193. Yeah, wow. I want to put this out now. This is So this is early November. I want to give people plenty of time. 199 is going to be our Ask Us Anything again, again, right. and again, and, and again. again, again, I, think, and again. I think we're at four now. Are we have four agains? Okay. I think we're at four agains. We'll, we'll make sure <laughs> we have it right for the show, for the show when it's time. However... Yeah. Many of you have told us you really like these Ask Us Anything sessions, and I want to make sure that we give people plenty of time to submit questions for yep. that session because it's 199 and 200 is going to be a blowout. It's going to be big. Submit your questions. Make sure you send them anyway. Yep. You know how to get a hold of us. You all know how to get a hold of us. And if you don't, listen to the end and you'll hear. Yes. But send those questions. <laughs> We're going to start compiling them now. Uh, Kate Bischoff, you get a limit. I think we capped her at six. Is that right? I think we did five? six, five okay. or six last time. So that's still in effect. Kate Bischoff, you're you're still in effect. Your your rule stands. But she still has she has good questions. So Kate, she please does. submit. She does. Please submit, Kate. Throwing it out to everybody, Kyle included, being with us tonight. Send those questions in, and we will put them all together for one ninety nine. We'll mention it again before before then. But hey. It's November and people are starting to get busy. Yeah. Holiday season. Make sure right. you add those questions. So we'll have uh, plenty of stuff to talk about in 199. As I mentioned, really glad to have Kyle with us tonight. Have gotten to know him over the last little bit of time. Let's make the introduction and get started. Super excited to welcome Kyle to the show. He is a solution-minded Leap Now program specialist with a passion for finding people-first answers to complex business problems. Kyle is focused on helping clients provide meaningful support to employees and creating experiences that mirror those outside the workplace. His passion for HR and learning development are continuing to help shape the way LeapGen supports LeapNow clients and continue to grow the LeapNow offering. Prior to joining LeapGen, Kyle worked at Align Technology in the global talent team, 
where he worked to ensure that employee-facing platforms and learning opportunities were people-centric. In addition to supporting LeapNow clients, Kyle also provides insights and guidance on learning experiences and HR technology solutions. Kyle lives in Holly Springs, North Carolina, near Raleigh, with his wife Amy and daughters Grace Ann and Libby Kate. He earned his BS in Business Administration and his MBA from East Carolina University. Well, Kyle, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you here. Um, Our first question, as always, what is in your glass? Yeah, I wish it was something a little more exciting, but it's actually Tapo Chico. Um, my wife gives me a hard time that I've started liking bougie water, but it's uh, it's it's what I find in my glass most days now. You and John Asted are the <laughs> Tapo Chico drinkers of this bunch, uh, uh, you know. But now I think John's only got you beat, Kyle, in that he can put limes that he grows in his backyard in in his water. Yeah, I, I just buy it with the lime flavoring. I'm not that fancy. <laughs> Well, Kyle, again, we're really, really, really excited to have you with us tonight. And, you know, I just have to ask, how in the world did you get started in human resources and training? I didn't quite go the same route as, as I think a lot of people that get in, find their way into human resources. Um, I will admit I never admit I never intended to wind up in human resources. Um, I was fully intent on working in the world of college athletics. Um, I went through school and I you know, was working on my MBA, had this whole plan of, um, going into the athletic department, um, that didn't quite go as intended. Um, kind of snaked my way through into the world of college admissions and higher ed and did career services for a bit. And then um, one day I had a student who was wanting to get an internship at um, this awesome company. I'm still a huge fan of them called RTI International. I, I was with her on, doing an on-site on campus and I happened to meet some learning and development people there. And um, it seemed a lot like what I was doing in career services, just working with adults and not college students. And I started, you know, just having conversations and they had an open role. And uh, I, I first really started in flipping tables and setting up for the thing called in-person training that we don't see a whole lot of anymore. Um, and then I got to learn what an LMS was and then got to work on performance systems and just got to wear a lot of different hats. And so, um, so yeah, that's kind of how I found my, found my way into HR. I was really through mostly learning and development, but then had a lot of opportunities in getting to work in some performance areas getting to learn um, just some about curriculum design and um, still not a lot of your real traditional HR roles, but, uh, but yeah, I've been in the learning and development side quite a bit, but it's been a lot of fun. I don't think we've ever had anybody that started out in college athletics, Wendy. I think that's fair to say. No, no, we've had a lot of different odd startouts getting to, uh, getting to HR, but never college athletics. Yeah, definitely wasn't uh, talented enough to play, and so I tried to work there, but I didn't want me there either. So, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you kind of got you went down learning and development, training experience. So, how did that help prepare you for your role now with LeapGen? So, what really helped me um, get prepared for that was a lot of things. I think, like most everyone in HR, you, you always wear a lot of hats. I mean, there's a lot of things you do, whether it's owning some sort of platform or system working directly with employees, um, a, a whole lot of project management, just a lot of different types of roles. And so um, I've really always had the opportunity to do a lot of those things, whether it's um, being the main LMS admin, learning more about um, vendor relations when we start working on, you know, whether it's going to RFPs and, you know, looking at replacing systems. Um, a lot of my time has been on the uh, technology side, but it's but I've had the opportunity to also be on that consultative side of working um, before LeapGen with our internal clients, our employees, um, but now working on the external side, getting to work um, with uh, with our clients. 
I think it's just taking that training and always, you know, almost a bit of a problem solving um, mindset of getting to wear the hat of how do we solve the problem we're going to have today. I'm working specifically with Leap Now. Um, it's a it's a product from Leap Gen that's consulting as a service. It's a subscription based model, um, and so um, it, it has a lot of that. I have the side where I work with the vendors, where I work with our clients quite a bit, um, but then also I'm working with our coaches internally as well. Um, and so it's again wearing a lot of those hats, um, taking those components of how do I solve the problem we have today, um, and it's really just a lot of fun. No days ever look quite the same. Kyle, one of the things I've seen you write quite a bit about, I love this. I love this term you use, the now of work, and I'm assuming that's tied into Leap Now. Where do you see organizations struggling most when it comes to this idea of right now? Where where are they struggling, and what are you learning from your customers about those struggles? So I think over the last couple of years, it's been a lot for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Whether it's the pandemic, whether it's um, you know, the racial injustice, whether it's just our everyday jobs that have just been a lot trying to figure out what that looks like in the last couple of years, because it's all shifted quite a bit. And I think, you know, we've always been focused on what does the future of work look like? What is that going to look like 10 years from now? But I think what we're realizing is there's so many things that we can solve for today that are impacting the, you know, what it's going to be in the future, that if we can solve it today, the now of work, then we can actually get it right today and start making those changes today. And so what that actually looks like is, you know, all the things from, you know, how do we figure out this whole, are we all going back to the office? Are we all being remote? What does hybrid look like? How do we do all those things well? Um, how are we helping employees feel in, feeling comfortable um, with, with who they are and with their roles and, and what may have shifted over the last couple of years? Um, how do we have these systems that, you know, admittedly, HR systems have not always been the most friendly. Um, how do we help them be people-centric or people-first so that, you know, they actually want to use this platform a little bit. Um, you know, I think for a long time, the bar was that the platforms didn't, um, didn't suck. And I, and I think now <laughs> I think we have the opportunity to, you know, how do we actually make it an enjoyable experience? And so um, it's kind of what all those things, you know, I definitely didn't coin it. That's completely leap gen. But I think it's a great mindset of, you know, how are we taking the things that we can impact and change today to, um, to making, um, you know, what, what the future of our work actually looks like. And my assumption would be that the way that LeapGen is structured, probably well situated when the pandemic hit. In other words, if you're trying to prepare for the now, none of us were preparing to be totally remote. All the things that have gone out for the most part. But, it, I, you know, I know when we spoke previously, I think we talked a bit about that, that it is a kind of a situation where, OK, we're ready to go. or We have this set up so we, we know how better to explain it to those that we're working with and for. Yeah, we work with some amazing clients, um, and and they all have a lot of really interesting, really different um, problems they're trying to solve for, and and we have a lot of incredibly smart people. I think, you know, I was just talking to a new um, teammate today, and she was like, "Man, my brain hurts." Like, you know, just learning so much. I was like, "Yeah, I'm five months in, and my brain still hurts on a daily basis." And so, I am truly working with a lot of the smartest people I've ever had a chance to meet, but they're also some of the kindest people I've ever had a chance to meet. Um, and anything from change management to, you know, how do we figure out the, the employee experience when they're going into a new platform or, or reimagining the, the um, processes they walk through to, to do some of our more traditional HR um, processes. Um, it's, it's all through the lens of um, how do we make it people first? How do we make it so that, um, that the employee has a memorable experience? And it, and it truly does start to get to an impactful place to where, um, you know, we're working with people, you know, human resources, where we're the people in the human part. 
And so how do we actually um, make impact on those people that are working for the companies that we all all work with? I want to go back to your brain hurting real quickly. <laughs> you said you said earlier that you're drinking that Topo Chico. Yeah. Bubbles may not help, my friend. It, it probably you doesn't. <laughs> flat, whatever they want to call it, yeah. <laughs> still water. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I keep plenty of that around as well, but uh, I, I try to be a little fancy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> bubbles are bubbles can be fun. Yeah. I, I think it's fair to say I think you're the first person that said your brain hurts. At uh, it's a daily Yeah, that's not a bad it, – it, it sounds like an exciting thing, at least in this perspective. It really is. You know, it's what's also been you know exciting about this is, I mean, we all want to enjoy the work we're doing. But I can truly say on a daily basis, I'm learning something from our teammates and from our clients, um, you know, because, you know, we're always working with these clients and it's always the assumption that we're coming in and, you know, swooping in and saving the day. But we're learning just as much from them as, as they're learning from us that then we can go and apply and share with with our other clients and, and even with our own processes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of learning. That's awesome. Uh, so, Kyle, how did you first discover the HR Social Hour and what keeps you coming back? So, gosh, I guess it was probably, I think I'm trying to remember when time was. It's a hard thing now. But back in January of uh, 2020, I guess it was, I've always been the type where I'm out networking quite a bit. I love the networking events. I love connecting with people. Um, I, I'm a lot of an extrovert. And so, really, I, I missed a lot of that. And so, um, I finally decided, like, I've got to reinvent what networking looks like for me. And, you know, how, what is, you know, in, in purposeful connecting with people, what does that look like? And so um, it really started with me just kind of trying to find others in the network that are or in our community that were doing the same. And it started on LinkedIn, like I think a lot of people will, and just kind of, you know, seeing what, what conversations are going out there. And I saw people doing open networking and posting calendarly links and, you know, just leaving those open. And I did that and had some amazing conversations with people I never had the chance to meet before. And then I got down the rabbit hole of Clubhouse and got a lot of great conversations there about the world of HR and HR technology. And met a lot of different people and several of the people I met with kept pointing me back to this um, hashtag HR, um, HR community. And so through that, then I found the, the HR social hour and um, it just, you know, have had some of the best conversations. I've, I feel bummed and every once in a while I miss the Sunday night uh, um, chats that are, that are going through. It's just, you know, just one. And John, I think you and I talked about this before. It was not just the things we learned about HR, but learning about the things outside of HR that, um, everyone is into in our community um, and just, you know, the genuine people, the amazing um, just minds that are out there and the great work they're doing. So, yeah, I end up finding that they're just trying to rediscover what networking looked like for me. And uh, so, you know, kind of down the rabbit hole of uh, just kind of opening it up and meeting new people. Um, I found it through uh, through the um, Twitter community. Kyle, one of the things that we've done over the last year to help us is crowdsource questions. Previous guests contribute along the way. Timing is real interesting. Uh, another Kyle, in this case, Kyle Cup asks, what does freedom in the context of the workplace mean to you or if people report to you those that work for you? Kyle didn't do me any favors by tossing me a softball, did he? <laughs> <laughs> when I wrote it down, I, I kind of said, I'm glad I'm not having to answer this one. <laughs> I think I've uh, I thought through it and, and deleted it on my notes multiple times today, but I, I don't think it's an easy answer for this. One. I think it's a lot of things. You know, the first thing that came to me is, you know, the conversation around bringing your full self to work. It's just being, having the freedom to be who you are when you come to work, whether, you know, like for me, it's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a 
father. I'm a dork. I like to have fun. You know, all those things are who, you know, makes up a lot of how I show up at work. And I think being able to do that allows me to be my full self. Um, for a lot of people, that's a lot of different things. Um, also it's, you know, we, I think we've learned that there's not this, this split of work and personal life. It's, it's all one together. And so the freedom to understand that, um, it, for me to bring my best self, best self to work, um, I have to be my best self in my personal life as well. And so that means that, you know, knowing there's a, a, a life outside of what Kyle does, you know, during whatever, I guess, nine to five, even though we don't work nine to five anymore. Um, but I think it's also these things of, you know, being able to be supported as a, as a human. So, you know, if it's something I need that my, that my employer can help me with knowing that they're there to support me for that freedom to acknowledge that, that, you know, that work will always be the most important thing. I think that's a big one is that, you know, there's, you know, life happens for a lot of people. Life has happened a lot for a lot of people over the last couple of years. And so I think being able to understand sometimes that work is not even one of the top five of my priorities for that day. And that means I might not show up as I might always do. And, and your, your teammates and your employees and your leadership, they're there to understand that. I think one that's really been interesting, I was gone this weekend with a bunch of buddies and this topic came up, but you know, the freedom to make a livable wage and be able to meet my basic needs. And you know, that, that conversation, I think that's a big part of it. So I think there's a lot of facets to what does freedom look like in the workplace of, you know, I think it's just, um, it's really, if you turn it a little bit, it's the responsibility on the company to actually treat people as people. And they have all the, the basic needs. They feel supported. They can be themselves without having some sort of consequence. So I, th- I think that's a lot of what um, freedom at work um, really, really looks like. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Namely. We've all heard the news. The great resignation is affecting many businesses and keeping employees engaged and connected is crucial to avoid high turnover and its even higher cost. That's why we recommend Namely, the all-in-one HR solution that offers everything you need to hire, inspire, and retain your workforce so you can say goodbye to the great resignation and hello to the great re-engagement. Whether you have 50 or 1,000 employees, Namely helps you maintain a great experience for the entire employee life cycle with onboarding, performance management, and intuitive benefits enrollment all in one connected platform. Plus, Namely can streamline your payroll, time tracking, and vacation requests and help make you everyone's favorite HR leader. Companies are built on people. Don't let either fail. Learn more about making the switch to Namely at Namely.com today. Thanks again to Namely for sponsoring the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Kyle, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. So, first question, what career did you dream of having when you were a child? My, my first uh, career path I wanted to go down, I mentioned college athletics earlier. I actually was convinced at one point I was going to be able to be a point guard for the Chicago Bulls. It was... <laughs> I mean, like early, early on, I mean, I remember thinking that was going to be it. But I think that's what fed my uh, my passion for a long time to want to work in college athletics. And I realized, you know, what, I don't think I'm going to be able to play at that level. Maybe I can work <laughs> in that level. Um, but that, that was actually the first career path. I, you know, I remember six, seven years old um, practicing. And, and, you know, I think like every um, kid um, imagining playing that level. So I think that was a lot of what it, what it looked like early on. Kyle, you talked a little earlier about doing a lot of networking over the last bit of time. Who's one person you've gained your network in the last year that you think more people should know? 
I think a lot of people know this person, so I don't think this will be any anything new to a lot of people in our community, but I've got to put out there Nikki Hoyland. I mean, she is, she is, I met her on Clubhouse randomly and just become one of my best friends. We talk almost on a daily basis. Um, done a lot of, uh, you know, just connecting over work, but also just, you know, connecting just as friends and gosh, just talk about someone who's just crazy smart, crazy impactful in our community, but then also just even more of amazing as a person. So, um, if you haven't met Nikki, I think she'd be one. And I think everyone else on the HR on the house crew as well. So it's, you know, Jeff Shapiro, friend, um, Reyes, um, Tracy Sponenberg. I mean, just, they, they all just have um, a lot of great thoughts going on, but, um, but Nikki Hoyland would be the first one that came to mind for me. I would definitely agree with that. Um, that whole crew is great for sure. Um, but yeah, Nikki's Nikki is awesome. Kyle, how do you maintain balance? I think balance for me, it really is a lot. It comes back to family. So, um, so, you know, I, I have I'm, my wife, Amy, I have two daughters, Grace Ann and Libby Kate, they're nine and six. Um, I think on the days when I'm, you know, maybe not my best or not having a great day, um, their silliness or just some sort of fun always brings me back up. But those days that I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, killing it and might think a little bit too much of myself, they have that ability to break me down at my knees just a little bit as well. Remind me, maybe I'm not as, as awesome as I think I might be. Getting away from work and unplugging a bit, um, whether it's us at swim meets, both of our daughters swim competitively. And so I think uh, things like that, um, going to sporting events, just, you know, getting away from work for a bit, I think has always keep me balanced. I, I am very lucky in that, well, one, I work for a company that completely allows you and encourages you to do that. But then also I've always had the ability to um, turn that switch off a bit when I'm, when I'm away from work, I'm away from work. And I know that's not uh, easy for a lot of folks, but I think it's, it's definitely something that if you can, it, uh, that, that definitely helps the balance. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR training community, Kyle? Something that a lot of people have helped me with along the way is whether it's been with networking or whether it's been through resume reviews or whether it's been interview um, practices, things like that. That's something that I've always had people offer up to me. Um, it's something I also try to try to do as well, and it's something I enjoy. Um, I really enjoyed that part when I was in higher education and working in career services. I did a whole lot of that. And so now it's something I've always tried to do as well, whether it's just helping you know colleagues or even people I've met through the, um, through the community. There's a lot of people looking for jobs right now or trying to find their next role or whether it's just going to brush up their networking. So that's something I really enjoy doing. So I um, always enjoy you know looking over a resume, um, helping people practice for interviews. I think it helps keep us sharp as well. Um, but yeah, that's something I really enjoy. And then also just uh, being a listening ear. Um, I definitely don't mind the conversation with someone I don't know. And so that's part of why I put that calendar link on my LinkedIn is just so I can meet new people. And so, um, yeah, I, I always enjoy networking and, and seeing, you know, how can I help out um, whoever it is I'm meeting with. Uh, it's, I've had plenty of people do that for me, whether it's from the HR community or just people I've met along the way. So, yeah, it's something I really enjoy doing with anyone I get the chance to meet with. What's your favorite movie? Back to the Future. Um, the original one, uh, it's um, by far my favorite movie. Probably one of those that I, every time it's on, I stop and uh, and will always watch it. Um, I will say probably one of my favorite accomplishments though recently is you know since we all spent a lot more time at home, um, my wife was definitely not a Marvel fan, and but I convinced her to uh, watch all the Marvel movies with me, and I, I even convinced her to do it chronologically, and so dorked out a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, so that was that was a lot of fun. But I would say if I had to pick one, it'd be Back to the Future. What's the first concert you remember attending? This is going to show you I'm really a true child of the 80s and 90s. So my very first concert I ever attended was actually a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in concert. 
Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, that was my first true concert. Um, but I think of my actual first, um, you know, I guess big boy concert, it would have been Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was my first actual concert. And that was the coming out of their shells tour, right? It sure was. (laughs) (laughs) It sure was. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Greensboro Coliseum. You you win, man. Like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done, Wendy. I know. Thank you for joining us for the HR Social Hour. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate all your support. We're done. (laughs) I'm not really. Go ahead. No, that's the that is awesome. There's going to be a lot of our listeners that are going to geek out on that one. So, um, yeah. Uh, how about the last show you binge watched? Uh, Ted Lasso. That's one I think a lot of people have enjoyed recently. But that I um, I not too long ago I went. I got to go to Minneapolis to meet some of my teammates, and I watched the first season on, on my own, flying to and from. You know, great thirty minute episodes. And as long as I got back, and I told my wife we have to watch this, and so. Um, we binged the first season, and then the second season um, we started shortly after. Um, and now we're, you know, no spoilers, not give away anything. But um, you know, we're the long wait until whenever the third season comes out. But um, but yeah, that is that, that's easily one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Kyle, I'll tell you, the only reason you broke me on the the TMNT thing is is not because I'm into that. Like I, I was in high school and older than turtles were not my thing. I have a lot of friends that are turtles fans and I, you know, I helped them hunt for toys. And last summer there was a set of the coming out of their shell tour figures that were made, but they called it the musical mutagen tour because they didn't have the rights to coming out of their shells. That's, that's the only reason it got me. Cause that's, I've not met anybody that actually attended one of those concerts. That's, that's bananas. I'm absolutely amazing. I'll try to find you a picture of it when I'm home next to my parents. There's still a backpack that I have that is the shape of a turtle shell that's in my closet that uh, is from the concert. So if I find it, I'll definitely send you that picture. Nice. (laughs) What's one thing you really like to do, a hobby, something that may surprise people, Kyle? I don't know if it's surprising if they've seen my Instagram or Twitter at all, but um, I have way too many pairs of sneakers. So I'm a self-professed sneakerhead. Um, That's... Again, something from my childhood. I loved uh, sneakers, and so then when I got old enough, um, I you know could choose my own shoes. I kept buying shoes, and so um, something that went away for a bit, but now I, I've gotten back into it. Gosh, I probably have 35, 40 pair, which is, I don't know if that's a brag or if it's uh, shameful, but, um, but yeah, um, way too many pair of sneakers. Well, and finally, Kyle as you know, we are crowdsourcing. So if you could ask the next guest of the podcast, any question, what would you ask? Got to think something as hard as Kyle's question, but uh, I would think <laughs> uh, what is something you've learned outside the world of HR that has been the most impactful in the work you're doing within HR? There's a lot of things that we can take from outside of our, our community and our world that would probably help us out quite a bit in HR. So yeah, I'd be curious about that. It's now in the book. So it will be asked very soon. Kyle, I really appreciate you uh, taking time and congratulations because I do think that's the first time I've ever been broken in the question connection segment. So kudos to you, my friend. Really great conversation. It's exciting to hear what you have going on and really glad that you found us last January or whatever it was as part of the the community at large. 
I know many of the listeners are probably connected with you, but if they're not, best way for them to find you out there. Yeah. Um, so I am, I'm Kyle holiday across all the, uh, all the places. So whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, um, Kyle holiday, holiday with two L's, um, just like Christmas or whatever, you know, holiday you like best. Um, but H O L L I D A Y, but yeah, Kyle holiday is uh, where I am across all the, all the networks. We will have that in the show notes. And then Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to find you out there. Uh, best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? Once again, welcome back to Namely, and thank you for sponsoring the, the entire month of November. Look forward to some great things over the next month. So make sure you check them out at Namely.com. And as for me, JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share, follow. Wherever you are, just hit that check mark plus sign. There's all different kinds of symbols out there for it. But if you're following on whatever platform you listen on, you think that new episode every week. So please do that. International listeners, you might be able to try to break me like Kyle did. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if, if you saw the Teenage Ninja Turtles, I'd love to hear about that too. So get in touch, and we'd love to, to get uh, time together to, to talk to you. And I think Kyle will tell you it's fairly painless. Uh, so again, Kyle, really appreciate you taking time and, and joining us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.